0: This is Horsepower Happenings. Tear up the body panel, fine. You know, you can bend those. You could have destroyed the whole race car, if not worse. I don't have any problem racing each other and
1: trading paint and moving people. I mean, that's it's a short track bull rig. This is not Daytona. From
2: the MCRP Studios in the Motor City.
1: But I do know also one thing. By the time I'm his age,
3: I'll
0: have more than 100 wins, and I
3: promise you that.
2: With Zach Heiser.
0: Fager leads him down on the bottom side of the racetrack. Moyer trying to make something happen on the top shelf. Big run. He'll cross over now down the back straightaway into turn number three. Moyer puts the binders on. Fager nearly on the bike. And Rich Friends. Any progress
1: Zach that they made on the last stop, they ruined on this one. So now they're really trying to get this thing
4: off the ground.
2: From the Motor City Racing Promotion Studios.
4: Hey guys, this is Ford High. This is three-time dirt car UMP National Champion Rusty Schlink. This is Bobby Santos. This is Travis Stemler. This is Travis Brady. This is Andrew Shredai, David Melkey, Josh Fry, Brian Ruha.
5: And this is
0: Horsepower Happenings. All right. Good evening race fans and welcome in to Horsepower Happenings on the uh, Labor Day Monday, first Monday in Labor Day. Glad to have you with us. So much went on over the weekend. If you're a fan of late model racing, you're going to be a fan of our show tonight. A lot of other stuff went on over the weekend as well. So before we dive into all the content we have, let's take a look at what's going on first in a Motor City Minute. It was Bobby Santos who ended the 500-lap contest at Anderson Speedway at the front and was crowned the winner of the little 500. Uh, Shand, Shand Hollingsworth finished in second ahead of Plymouth, Indiana's Tyler Roerig. Corey Bevard picked up his first Butler Motor Speedway Track Championship since 2006 when he finished fourth during the UMP modified feature Saturday night. Evard currently sits third in the Michigan region UMP standings behind Chad Bauer and Jeff Erickson Jr. The high side hustler Jason Fager picked up the win with the Mars Late Model Racing Series presented by Rip it Energy Drink Friday night from Farmer City collecting $5,000. Then it was Bobby Pierce who found $10,000 at the end of the 50 lap contest from Fairbury Speedway. Sam Mayer used a late race restart to pull away to victory, getting past Haley Deegan Saturday at Lebanon I-44 Speedway with the Arca Menards Series. Then on Sunday, Carson Hosivar returned to Arca CRE Super Series Victory Lane at Lebanon, while Cody Coughlin grabbed the JEGS CRA All-Stars Tour victory. Those things and so much more happening tonight. Good evening. Welcome in. I'm Zach Heiser. Rich France joins me on the uh, Social Distance MCRP studio line. Good evening, Rich, how are you? Great to be home, bud, isn't it? After
1: a few days of hotel hopping and racetrack hopping.
0: You know, we haven't (laughs) had a weekend like that since, well, it's been a long time, and uh, Labor Day weekend was good to us. Um, It was also good, Rich, to a driver who we've been talking a whole lot about this year.
1: Yeah, exactly, Zach, and uh, two times, Kyle Larson entered HUSET Speedway uh, with, with winning potential. Uh, two times, the historic track denied him that opportunity. Uh, during a race at the track in August, Carson flipped early in the night and destroyed the car that he had been dominating the year with. Then Saturday night, during the World of Outlaws NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series first returned to the track in four years, Larson blew a tire while leading and suffered enough damage that he was unable to continue. However, Zach, on Sunday night, with $20,000 on the line, larson was unwilling to be denied in his chance at who uh speedways win with the world of outlaws keeping his car on all four wheels and the tread on his tires Larson methodically worked his way through the field to claim his first win at the brandon south dakota track uh his 10th series win this season and 18th career win overall
0: well you know we got to watch a couple of championship battles come to an end this weekend specifically uh we got to watch a really good ump modified championship race come right down to the wire how about chad bauer and jeff erickson jr those two came into uh, Merritt speedway on sunday evening with what rich single digits separated them as they came into the night exactly and uh what a race it was erickson and bauer start back in traffic And Erickson, of course, goes to the bottom, starts digging. And Bauer says, I don't think so, sir, and hooks the leash to the back of that 1E machine. And uh, it was a little questionable for a minute, Rich. Erickson got to the lead, and Bauer was still stuck to about fifth. And uh, they put five fingers to the air, man. and Chad came to life, and he managed to get up there and finish second and wrap up the 2020 uh, points championship. I believe that's a back-to-back feat for him. Uh, no, excuse me, David Melky won the uh, modified championship last year. So uh, Chad Bauer, though, gets another championship under his belt at Merritt. Yeah, and we, we've watched Jeffrey
1: Erickson Jr. all season long, and and him in that car, that thing is just a beast. He, he oh, comes man. alive every feature. Uh, you know, he may not have a good race, and he may not be, always be the fast qualifier, but he races that car very well, and he gets to the front. I think he had 10 feature wins. Uh, this season
0: and um, not only you know, he was battling for a championship rich and missed nights. He he went and raced other places on Saturday night. So if that doesn't tell you how good that car is. I don't know what will.
1: Yeah, and Chad started out the season very strong as well. Uh, so, you know, I it wasn't a surprise to me that that it came down to the last laps. Uh, to decide that championship between those two. Uh, Both of them were very strong all year long.
0: Well, it also came down to the last night for another championship. The Great Lakes traditional sprints presented by Comp Cams wrapped up the 2020 season from Crystal Motor Speedway Saturday night. And everybody was keeping an eye on none other than Brian Ruhlman going into the inaugural season championship. Ruhlman picked up a couple of wins this year at Silver Bullet Speedway, was pretty consistent, but it was not over when they went to Crystal. And what was it going to take to change the points lead around? A perfect night, and that's pretty much what Mike Galazia did. Starting with qualifying, Galazia went to the top of the board as the 21st qualifier on the night. The Fenton, Michigan native turned in a time nearly two-tenths of a second quicker than Jay Steinebach, and as for the point leader at that time, Brian Ruhlman, qualified tenth quick on the evening. So they get them racked and stacked and ready to go for heat race action, Mike Galazia. Finishes in second in his heat race behind Sean Valenti, who finishes behind Galazia. None other than Brian Ruhlman in the same heat race. Ruhlman third. Rackham for the feature. Here we go. 25 laps the distance. It's Mike Galagia from Fenton, Michigan, who goes to the point and does not relinquish. And it was a tough race for Brian Ruhlman. And it's weird that we're saying it was a tough race. He finished fifth uh, at Crystal Motor Speedway, but it was not enough. Galagia puts together nearly a perfect performance to steal the championship away from Brian Ruhlman. And, Rich, we'll talk with Bra- or with uh, rather Mike Galagia coming up later on in the program. Talk to him about that championship e- championship effort.
1: Yeah, I mean, when it, it that is very unusual. Those kind of nights where you have to do everything right uh, to to have it come out in your favor, they don't happen like that very often. There's usually one one little hiccup in the process, but uh, Mike did a great job, and I think that's awesome.
0: Also, we should yeah. mention the uh, Great Lake Lightning sprints uh, were also on uh, uh, on the card. On Saturday from Crystal Motor Speedway, Jack Nichols goes back to victory lane. I believe that makes his third Great Lakes Lightning Sprints victory this season. He beat out Mac Erickson, Brendan Cascaden, Alex Cogley, and Bill Dunham for the final event of the season for the inaugural uh, season of Great Lakes Lightning Sprints action.
1: Yep, now Zach, um, I'm going to get my first opportunity this week, uh, coming up this coming weekend, to be on the microphone. Uh, Toledo Speedway, Opening up uh, the first of three events here in 2020 and coming up this Saturday, uh, Saturday on September 12th, the Arca Menards 200. It is a combined event for the Arca Menards series and the Arca Menards East series. Uh, tickets are only available online at ToledoSpeedway.com, $25 a piece. They had a big head start last week selling off those tickets, so only 1,500 tickets available due to. Uh, the fan restrictions still. So anybody who wants to uh, get a ticket, uh, you're probably going to want to get on the phone tomorrow, or, or get on the get on the website and uh, and, and get your tickets for next weekend. Uh, Gates will open at 3 p.m. Flag drops at 5 p.m. The first green flag, and they will run the race in three segments with pit stops. Um, Ty Gibbs, Zach, uh, four wins in nine events in 2020. Sam Mayer swept the Menard Series doubleheader at Toledo back in July, and he is fresh off the win that you talked about this weekend at Lebanon I-44 Speedway. (laughs) And uh, Haley Deegan will also be there. um, And not making a lot of friends these days, Haley Deegan. Yeah, Um, that's
0: what I heard, Rich, is that uh, she had uh, a little bit of problems going on uh, in Lebanon specifically. That car was a little beat up.
1: Yeah, um, getting into a couple of drivers, Chandler Smith and Brett Holmes, who was in the championship fight, uh, Holmes was able to recover a little bit. But uh, Haley digging nuts, you know, she she's a very good driver, but um, you know, I don't know why she is driving the way she is. Mm. Maybe a little bit um, over what she has going. But the, there's some there's some drivers that she's going to run against at Toledo this week that aren't really happy with Miss Deegan right now.
0: Well, and coming into this event, uh, Rich, for any fans who like to play along at home, a great a great points battle right now going on with the uh, Ark Menards East side of things, as well as the Short Tracks Showdown. Exactly. Uh, Sam Mayer has a five-point lead over Ty Gibbs
1: and Chandler Smith. They are tied in the Sioux Chief uh, Short Track Showdown standings, and he also has a 13-point lead over Ty Gibbs in the Ark East standings. Uh, and after Brett Holmes' performance uh, yesterday or this weekend at uh, at I- Lebanon I forty four, Brett Holmes is within one point, one single point of Michael Self for the Arca Menard Series Championship. So uh, all through the all through the uh, the field, uh, so championship in- implications. Uh, will will be in the cards this weekend at Toledo Speedway, Zach.
0: Yeah, and you know, uh, that's it's this time of year, right? We're getting down to crunch time for seasons as they start to wrap up, including, Rich, but not limited to, the All-Star Performance Late Model Challenge Series. Three races, $19,000 on the line, and that was if someone could win all three, Rich. And uh, we kind of thought when we got done with Friday night that, man, maybe somebody might actually be able to do that.
1: Yeah, it, it was getting close, but Zach, we had a, we had a great weekend, long weekend on the dirt, uh, as it was a triple header weekend for the All Star Performance Late Model Challenge Series. Three races, $19,000 on the line, as Zach said, if someone could win all three events. Uh, everything kicked off on Friday night at Tri City Motor Speedway for 50 laps and $5,000 on the line. Logan Nickerson jumped out to the lead uh, early in the event and looked very good running out front. But, Zach, as what usually happens at Tri-City, it was just a matter of time before Dona Marcullier worked his way to the front. uh, With Nickerson working the top side, Marcullier worked the bottom like only he can do at Tri-City and took over the race lead. From there on out, it was the Dona show as he would control the remainder of the event and capture night number one. And afterwards, Zach, I caught up with Dona to get his thoughts. Seems like we've been talking to you a lot lately. Uh, Dona Marcolli, are picking up the win once again here at Tri City. Uh, had to come from
2: deep again. I know. It just uh, just shows you kind of car we got right now. We got our we got our old car all fixed up, ready to rock. And we kind of debated, but uh, after running here last for two weeks ago with the uh, summer national guys, I mean, just just by Diamond, you know, I just want to say thank you to BJ, Ronnie Stucky. I mean, everybody knows we're the only one up here with one of these cars, and uh, we've been busting our ass. I mean, it uh, went for before my great great crew guys, you know, just. It's the whole package. I mean, uh, Matt Ryan, Power, Black Diamond, uh, all my great sponsors. You know, Patrick Plumbing. I mean, he's here tonight. Without him, we wouldn't have this car. We wouldn't have this engine. And just, uh, just everybody helps me. Jimmy's Collision, uh, Dennis Crash Construction. Uh, just all my great sponsors. Uh, all Star Quick Car, KBC Graphics. Uh, I mean, all the fans. I mean, it's a uh, it's been like a dream season. I know we've won more in a year, but uh, we haven't won as many big shows as we have this year. I mean, it's it's pretty pretty awesome to have that kind of feat. We watched this track go through phases today. It was really
1: fast up top mm-hmm. for most of the day. And then somehow right when the feature comes out, you make it
2: work once again on the bottom. I mean honestly we didn't even touch it from the heat race to the feature. I just know this place. You pretty much know what it does. I mean it's just uh it's just a great race car. I mean even the heat race when you're kinda in second, you're in the redraw, you don't try to chance it. I mean there's no you're not pay nothing. You know, win the wind heat, so you you try to just use that for a fine tune and uh, just I mean, we got a great race car, great team. I mean my dad, my girlfriend, she's on the here to the races, um, all, all my support. <laughs> and just uh, just want to thank you guys too. Gotta talk to you, Lap 39. You're coming out, you can see the checkered flag, caution comes out. What is going through your mind? Oh wait, we got it. Personally Personally, uh I was past the start finish line because I was looking up at a checkered flag and I heard him when Jason hollered caution, but it is what it is. I mean it shows you how good we are even on you know, long runs, short runs. I mean, uh it's got confidence and uh you know really tomorrow is this a fade of uh what car to drive? Do we run the old one and we had it wood tick a few weeks ago that was really good, or do we keep running this new one. Uh, but we'll, uh, we'll go home tonight, sleep good, and uh, get some maintenance, some fresh tires done, and we'll uh, go again. And a, like, we, like you
1: said, big weekend coming up at Merritt. We're gonna go over there for a couple of days. A lot of money on the line there. Uh, your confidence has got to be through the roof right now.
2: Oh, it's awesome. I mean, uh, I mean, this, Black, this Mike Blackburn, I mean, it's the biggest thing, just, you know, paying this kind of money for all these races and stuff. I mean, uh, I don't think there's anywhere in the Midwest that is just paying this kind of money, you know, for points or even weekly shows. You know, it's uh, it's like I said last week, if you want to come race in the Midwest, come see Mike Blackburn's racetracks, I and mean, he's doing a great job.
1: Series point leader Travis Stemmler made a late race charge to grab the runner-up spot, and I tracked down Travis to talk about his night. A solid night for you, not a, not a whole lot of speed to, to keep up with the leader, but you work your way through the pack and ended up with a nice second place finish.
5: Oh yeah, this, uh, this car, you know, we uh, were second overall, got stuck on that bottom there uh, in the heat race and just missed the invert, you know, and uh, starting position, you know, would have been, uh, you know, just been nice to be in that redraw, but, uh, No, our car was good, and, uh, you know, that last caution kind of helped us get one more spot, but solid night for the Anklam Racing team. I'm pretty happy. Speaking of that last
1: caution, tell me what you saw, because it was awfully close to the checker.
5: Yeah, I I was like, man, really? The checker's, you know, out, and the caution comes out, and it's like, you know, I'd hate to be a score tower guy right (laughs) now. (laughs) You know, half the field's mad, probably half the field's happy, you know, but it's a tough job. Looked like uh, looked like the,
1: the track went through some phases in this race. Top was fast early, and then it looked like late in the race, the bottom started to work.
5: Yeah, it was uh, kind of weird, like it was uh, rubbered up, but uh, then eventually um, it got kind of dirty where you couldn't stick on the rubber, so it was kind of like a catch-22 track out there. It, it really moved around. Well, you
1: did what you had to do tonight, just keep an eye on the leader. Uh, now we get to go to a big weekend at Merritt the next two days, uh, a lot of money on the line, uh, What do you think about your chances?
5: Uh, You know, this car's running good there. The Longhorns run good there. So uh, we'll uh, go there tomorrow and we'll go to the shop, uh, work on this thing, see what car we decide to pull out, and uh, and, uh, hopefully go get some uh, wins and uh, help our point lead. Overall, fast qualifier Chad Finley
1: also had a nice run and brought his 42 machine home third to get his weekend started. And I caught up the chat with Chad to debrief his night. Chad Finley, uh, kind of talk about
6: your evening. Yeah, it was just super slick out there tonight. It was hard to pass, and uh, we ran second the whole, or actually I think I fell back to like six or something early, and then we got back up to second there. I felt like we were the same speed as the sixth car there, but it just took me four or five laps to get going, and uh, and then caution come out at the end, and I knew I was in trouble being on the bottom. It was going to be dirty, but I hadn't gone to the top all night, and uh, on the start before that, travis had got by me for a couple laps there and i wanted to pick the top so bad but i hadn't been up there all night and i wasn't sure where my tires were like i was losing my tire there a little bit at the end so uh i just tried to play it safe and i had him cleared off a two but he buried her down into three there and got by me so all in all it's a good night for us um this is a track i'm not very good at it's probably my least favorite racetrack anyways and uh we tried a bunch of new stuff this week i think we got a little bit better so we'll see uh what happens next weekend a track like you say a track you really it isn't on the top of your list overall
1: fast qualifier that's a that's a plus and, and you ran up front and really if it wasn't
6: for that last lap caution probably got a runner efficient finish tonight yeah that's how it goes i mean sometimes it's in your favorite times it's not um but all in all it was a good day for us you know we just uh like i said i'm not very good here like a hell two year couple weeks ago we were absolutely terrible we changed a bunch of stuff just for here and uh paid off for us a little bit
1: you're going to attract the rest of the weekend a lot of money on the line that you've won at that you can take a lot of confidence into
6: yeah i, I just got to quit screwing with the car when i go there um pretty much run the same thing there every time and it's always good and anytime i deviate from it it ain't very good so we'll learn from that and uh see what we can do this weekend then zach
1: it was a change of venue for the remainder of the weekend as the action moved to Merritt speedway for the final two events the action of merit kicked off saturday with a 40 lap four thousand dollar to win feature event rusty schlank was the overall fast qualifier but uh schlank as schlank ended his qualifying run the power plant in his 91 machine let go uh with no backup car in the trailer schlank would take over the controls of the 19x normally piloted by cody bauer
0: and we should okay. mention too rich by the way the power plant in that 91 machine expired after coming within about a tenth or so of a second of the track record which has been held since the 90s by eric spangler so you know that saying they always run best right before they pop Eh, it's pretty true it's pretty true it it actually it actually did on on saturday night um but
1: schlenk would take over the controls like i said of the 19x normally piloted by cody bauer and it was an uphill climb for schlenk the rest of the evening evening uh and he was unable to challenge for the win but once again it was Dono Marcoolier with a great drive on back to back nights, parking that 6M machine in Victory Lane. And I caught up with Dono once again to talk about his recent dominance. Gosh, man, we are talking way too much lately, but that's a good thing for you. <laughs> that's a good uh, thing. Two nights in a row, picking up a win, $4,000 again a night. Dono Marcoolier,
2: outstanding job. Uh, it just shows you how, uh, like when you find your sweet spot with your race car and your race team, how, how awesome it goes. I mean, qualifying good, heat racing good, and, you know, this, this Black Diamond. I almost want to call BJ and still order a new one, but uh, I mean it's a. Uh, I mean it's like any sport, you know, you get your highs and lows. I mean tomorrow could be a totally different race race night, you know, and have bad luck or you know, just but you just kinda of ride ride it when you can and uh, I'm just very thankful for everybody that's behind me and all the support. I mean this thing is just it just drives so nice and it's just uh you know Matt Ryan Power, you know, I <laughs> got this big wide board motor and everything runs flawless. I mean it's just uh, um, you know pesky socks. Uh, I never really thanked those guys. Um, uh, Jimmy Walmanaki does our shocks. I mean, I want to thank him. He's kind of he kind of cured the car because we were to that point. You know, two months ago with this race car, we were really really shaking our head. We kind of parked our new one and then was running our old one. But uh, once we figured out our shock program and uh, this, all my great sponsors: you know, Patrick Plumbing, Dennis Craft Construction, uh, Wild True Value Advanced Collision, uh, All Star KBC, Quick Car. Uh, this is jimmy's collision uh roscommon auto recyclers just just uh you know todd roseville trucking just anybody that supports us you know my, my dad my crew guys you know jimmy Derek, my girlfriend i mean uh, it's a big family oh, sport and uh, we're having fun and uh, hopefully we can get okay. two more we got tomorrow and we got next weekend so hopefully uh hopefully weather holds out and uh, we can get another got to talk to
1: you late in the race um having a little bit of problem getting around dave baker and uh eric spangler was closing in in a hurry did you know that
2: yeah my single guy's doing a real good job just tell me where everybody is at and uh just uh it's just live traffic i mean just uh i did not want to go tear a door off or a quarter off on a slider or nothing like that and uh, from the signals i was getting i knew he was coming and then once i moved to the top they kind of gave me you know the right signals i needed to do to just uh but uh we just the car's been so good i mean just wherever you drive top bottom I and mean, marin speedway i mean great racetrack tonight i mean just uh I just can't thank everybody else. I mean, Rich. Uh, I mean, can't ever say any bad things. When you get to talk to people, but uh, it's just a. Uh, but you know how the sport is. I mean, tomorrow could be a different day, and uh, well, I'm just very thankful for all the help and support and and all the and all the great fans too that I have. With competition
1: that runs in this uh, All Star Performance Lay Model Challenge series uh, at every event, can you remember the last time you had this kind of a run in a row with that with with these kind of guys that you're running with?
2: You know, I mean, back it goes back to '17 with ethanol. When we had a. I, mean, I think we ran 15 nights and we never finished out of the top three and we had five wins and that was a uh, just one of those years too where you just you know I mean just the competition I mean, we traveled out of state and stuff I, mean, I know we ran really well with the guys in, uh, in the Indiana area but uh, it just shows you how, how, how well we're prepared and how hard we work and uh, you know like there's never a nut and bolt that gets missed on a car and there a valve that doesn't get adjusted and uh, you got a great few people behind you and just, uh, I just really want to thank the bottom of my heart like you know, Bob Patrick you know Patrick Pullman for uh for coming this coming this winter and uh you know he's always been a lifelong friend of mine and he just wanted to own a late model and uh we found a great deal on a race car and uh you know matt ryan i mean uh without matt you know our engine guy here uh yeah, and time this is just great support him me mean, he calls you on monday he minutes, called me last night on the way home you know same way minutes, with bj that, lifetime right he right called me on the way day home and on, on our truck ride home and you know it's just great to have people like that behind you
1: I don't, I don't like using the S word because I don't want to jinx, jinx you. But uh, you could sweep this whole weekend, another ten thousand dollars tomorrow. Your confidence has got to be through the roof right now.
2: Oh, it is. I mean, car car's working good. As long as we can uh, just qualify where we need to qualify, and uh, hopefully the rain holds off. I haven't. I heard people talking rain for tomorrow, but hopefully we can get through today and uh, just keep rolling. Just kind of do what we do, and uh, just uh, you know, just pray for pray for good results. If not, we can run top five. That's really like a, like my my whole racing career. I mean. To be able to win the race, first got to make the race and uh, just make the right calls and make, put the right tires in the car and uh, just, just do your job.
1: Eric Spangler, who lost an engine on Friday night at Tri-City, returned to Merritt with a different race car and had a very good night with a heat win and a runner-up finish in the feature. And, uh, and, I, and Eric talked with me afterwards. Eric Spangler, man, last night, break a motor, come back here to Merritt, new car, win a heat race, one spot short of a real special night.
7: Yeah, we had a, a real good car tonight. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just um, who got out in the lead really first. Um, I think our lap times were about the same almost every lap, and um, it was a good race tonight.
1: What is the difference? Uh, we're watching you try to chase down Dona. He's spending a lot of time on the bottom. You're hanging up top. Is that is that a preference between you two, or is that your car was better there, his was better on the bottom?
7: Well. Uh, you know i i almost had to pick a different lane to him once i got to him i you know i had to be in a different lane to pass him so we ran you know we ran the middle quite a bit there for a while and passed a few cars and um you know and we got out cruising there um with a lot of green you know i tried the top and felt that i could keep keep a little more momentum up there and um we did we had some you know we closed in a little bit we i didn't think we really separated hardly at all during that feature and um so, I mean, he got around lap car a little better than I did once in a while and then I did. And then, then at the end, that other lap car held him up a little bit and got even closer. So we, we had a great run. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, about five laps to go, your eyes had to get pretty big. He's having a problem getting by Baker, and uh, you closed in in a hurry.
7: Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Baker was running good in his line, and uh, there was nobody in front of me in my line. So um, we could close it in and, you know... Ha- you know, he he runs real good here, and um, we do too, and um, so we'll just have to work at it real hard and do it tomorrow. So ten thousand dollars tomorrow. Are you gonna bring this car back? Uh, we're gonna flip a coin. <laughs>
1: flip it. you finish second you know you're gonna not, not get may not even bring it back
7: yeah well more than likely we'll probably bring the master wheel back yeah. it's, it just knows its way around here so good probably driving itself
1: chad finley who was a multi-time feature winner at Merritt in 2020 would pick up his second podium finish in as many nights and brought his 42 machine home third and i caught caught up with chad to discuss his evening chad we talked last night you said if you could stay out of your own way you could run good tonight and the car looked awfully good
6: yeah it, it was funny i actually watched your guys' horsepower happening as like podcast for, for that little like two minute thing and i had a right rear spring in my hand and i was about to change it and i hit play on your guys' video zach said leave the car alone so i left the car alone but uh yeah i was pretty good there um it was pretty technical out there with all the holes and stuff tonight and it took me a little bit to figure it out we kind of dropped back there early because it was kind of one lane hard to pass and trying to try to get around the holes and stuff but uh had a fast car at the end. i was just looking at lap times we about two tenths a lap faster than everybody there at the end so uh, it's kind of like asphalt racing here in a little bit you know it's uh, it's all about track position
1: yeah made some time in the last five laps got by travis stemler uh had had to make you feel good that man you you got the finish out of the out of the car that you deserve
6: yeah i mean I- I think we deserved a win, but obviously I think we just started too far back tonight. So uh, I was just joking with this Tiger guy, Tiger guy standing over here, and uh, Travis passed him on the last lap last night. I passed him on the last mm-hmm. lap tonight, and it was a good race there with him. We'll see what we can do tomorrow. What uh, talk
1: to me about those two holes? There's one at each end of the track, and boy, if you if you hit him wrong, it would just totally upset the car and ruin the whole lap.
6: Yeah, it w- it would. And I started driving like an asphalt car, like I was out of the gas real early. turning to the left, you know. I didn't turn to the right very much all night, and I would. I got out really early, and I was trying to get around the holes, and then it come off on the bottom, and that kind of helped me there. And uh, Travis started doing the same thing towards the end, but I was just a little bit better, and I was able to get by him there. So uh, I'm sure tomorrow will be a little bit slicker. You know, Everybody that's on the racetrack here today, or probably Monday, but we'll uh, see what happens.
1: $10,000 to go for tomorrow or Monday, whatever it is. Uh, does this give you a little bit of confidence now that, now that you, you feel like you you had a nice car on you?
6: Yeah, I mean, I, I always have confidence when we come here. I have time just getting out of your own head when you come here. So I uh, feel like we had a good car. Uh, we need to do a little things, probably one little tweak tomorrow, and I think we'll be really good there at the end. And then on Sunday, Zach, it was the event uh, of the weekend that we were all waiting for, uh,
1: 75 laps and a huge $10 payday. And it was once again the Rusty Slank Show, who was overall fast qualifier after having his backup car li- delivered to him from his mcclure Ohio shop overnight uh, at the at the drop of the green flag though it was dave baker who jumped out to the point baker would con- baker would continue to control the race from the point uh, holding off an energized schlank and just after the halfway point though schlank's 91 machine would begin to show smoke lap after after lap it would get worse and eventually schlank would be required to retire from the event baker continued to look solid out front until Travis Stemmler would finally track Baker down on lap 52 and uh, pick up the race lead. From that point on, your series points leader would stretch out his lead and never was never really challenged the rest of the way. Uh, Stemmler picked up his second $10,000 payday of 2020, and I caught up with a very happy Travis Stemmler. Travis Stemmler, $10,000, man. Uh, the, the dream season just continues.
5: Oh, this is awesome. Ten grand again, you know, victory lane here at Merritt. And, uh, I mean, I just I'm, – I'm so happy for the team. You know, everybody worked so hard and, and you know, uh, getting our job done, and I just can't be happier.
1: 75 laps, you really took your time. You showed patience. You weren't in a hurry to get up front, and it took you 52 laps to get there. But, but talk about that run to get to the front and how patient you had to be because you really had to save some of those tires for the end.
5: Yeah, I mean – that rubber groove our car could work through the middle but um nobody else everybody was following you know so it's tough to pass but you know I was next to 11 car and had a good race and I told myself I got to back off a little bit to save my tires that I couldn't use everything up just to pass one car um so I backed off and waited 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 and then got lucky with a couple restarts you know how it shuffled up and then uh Rusty started losing that motor and I mean it just got us in position to be In second there yeah.
1: This all but locked up that cha- The Challenge Series Championship we got one more Race next week um- Talk about what that's meant to you guys. I know, I know you guys wanted to win that thing, that, that championship all season, um,
5: and this sure went a long way towards that tonight. Oh, this was huge. I mean, it kind of makes us go, and we can be a little more comfortable. We don't have to worry about, you know, the whole weekend. We don't have to worry about. We just go qualify next weekend and and go try to win the race. So let's do it. Let's do it again. We're gonna we're gonna make you go through the list. Tell me, everybody, who helps you out on this thing? Oh, I got to thank uh, Anklum Racing, Chad and Kayla. You know, I got to thank Great Lakes Directional Drilling, um, AP Smiley, Contracting, Cusack Collision, Gary and, and Patrick, Positive Cleaning. I got to thank McAllister Cat Rentals, Heinz uh, Tree Service, Helm Electric, Twisted Monkey, Integra Racing Shocks, XR1 Chassis. I got to thank Vermeer Pro Power. Uh, my crew guy, Brandon, he busts his butt during the week. I got to thank my wife for putting up with me being gone and stuff i gotta thank uh you know my daughters for their support i mean this is just so huge everybody that's behind me my mom and my dad my grandpas just everybody i'm i'm so happy i dream come true well, congratulations, we talked, uh, we talked a little
1: bit yesterday about, hey, it's been a while since we got to talk w- with you in victory lane. You had kind of a little dry
5: spell after that five race run, but uh, it was still fantastic, man. Excellent job. Thank you so much. And uh, like I said, this is just a dream come true season. Cool to do this championship and uh, first year with this team. You know, everybody's so pumped right now. David Melky, who took over the controls of Dave Bowen's machine for the weekend, ran a great race
1: and was in the top three all night long and brought that 87 machine home in the second spot, and I tracked David down to get his thoughts on the event. Man, uh, you had that car running good, kept it right up front all night long.
8: Yeah, the, it was really good. It was kind of coming to me. Um, as, uh, it come in a little later than I would have hoped, but all in all, a good run and uh, a lot of fast cars here, and uh, to go forward um, definitely means a lot in a big show like this. So. Uh, yeah, hopefully we we'll just keep her going and finish the year out strong.
1: We talked a little bit earlier today about yesterday. You led the first part of the feature last night. car kind of went away a little bit. It looked a whole lot better tonight, and it lasted all night, all 75 laps.
8: Yeah, it was definitely better tonight. And uh, it, like you say, it went the other way last night. And so the, this time it's definitely better to have a good car at the end. And uh, makes your life a lot easier. And uh, I just can't thank all these guys enough, uh, Dave, Chad. Uh, Trent, my mom, dad, Lauren, Brittany, Jose, um, Bill, um, just Brian. I just couldn't do it without all these guys. and I really appreciate all of them. You're
1: sitting there with a good car And you got a guy in Dave Baker probably putting on the performance of a lifetime out there for him uh, Led the first 52 laps Uh, What did he have? I mean, it didn't look like you were losing a whole lot of ground to him But he wasn't going anywhere.
8: No, he was he he was really good. Congrats to them guys on that run and congrats to Travis, too Um, Yeah, and (laughs) like you say for 52 laps he was really good and uh it's just uh one of them deals um i couldn't catch him but he wasn't really leaving me either so uh it it was a good run for everybody
1: cody bauer who picked up his second feature win of the season just a week ago at Merritt, made a nice late race race charge to the front and brought his 19x machine home third i tracked down cody to get his thoughts cody we talked uh the other day you know you won a race early in the year you picked another one up last night it took you a while but man uh, something must have carried over because that car looked pretty darn good all night
4: yeah we uh we we're in a drought there for a while but i think we kind of got the balance figured out and uh back on track um congrats to david milkey on the championship this year that's awesome and uh travis stemler on his year i mean what a year for that guy congrats to him um, happy for both of them so uh yeah glad we could uh make it up in the top three and uh and it's probably going to wrap out most of the year for us because our motor is uh, not looking so hot. So we're going to get that yanked out and freshened up and uh, maybe hit a, a couple shows here at the end of the year.
1: How do you manage 75 laps here at Merritt Speedway on a track that looked like it was a little bit slick? Um, how do you make it to the end and, and, and still and still stay up front?
4: Yeah, I took off and was conservative, you know, probably the first 30 laps and then uh, you know them cautions. We had quite a few cautions that's helped, you know, tire wear and all that um, and then you know basically after halfway you kind of got to give it everything you have and take what you can get and uh, that's what we did end up with the top three and uh, I think we're all sat- satisfied with that.
1: All right tell me who helped you out in this car this year?
4: A lot of people. Um, S&S Collision, uh, Blue Wrench Repair, Tommy Bauer Excavating, um, Cider Brothers, Lumber, Chrisman Heating and Cooling, uh, Domination Race Cars, and McKenzie Racing, Autos Retreat, And, you know, all the guys that help every week on this thing, I appreciate all their help and definitely couldn't do it without them. And so, Zach,
1: after the weekend's events, we now know this. David Melke is the 2020 UMP Late Model Champion at Merritt Speedway for the second year in a row. And uh, we'll talk to David a little more in just a few minutes. And Travis Stemmler has all but locked down the All-Star Performance Late Model Challenge Series Championship with one event uh, remaining next weekend at Battle by the Bay at Tri-City. So, Zach, for all of us, I think – Overall, a very exciting and fantastic weekend on the
0: road. Oh, yeah, it was really great, and uh, it was awesome to see. I think a lot of us probably put Dona down for 3 Pete heading into uh, Sunday afternoon. I do want to say this, Rich. Uh, great job to the Merritt Speedway staff and Mike Blackmer and everybody for getting Sunday's show in. Uh, they had their backs up against the wall, Rich, with rain bearing down and unfortunately only able to get seven laps into the uh, four- and six-cylinder event at the end of the night. Um, but nonetheless got every other feature in that night. So a great job to the staff at Merritt Speedway.
1: Yeah. You know, Zach, if that, if they didn't make the adjustments and and take the heat races out, um, we would have made it that far. Mm -hmm. Really. Right. It would have made it that far. So, I mean, we, it it was a gamble. Um, we all knew it was coming, but you're looking at blind radar for all, for the longest part of the day, there wasn't anything on it. And when it popped up, um, it kind of snuck in in a hurry uh, but So it was awesome. It, what was cool is he added 10 laps to everybody's feature except for the late models. So everybody got to race. Uh, the only ones that really hurt was the Ford six-cylinder class at the end of the night. Just ran out of time when he needed probably another 10 minutes.
0: Well, we got to take a break, and uh, we'll make some adjustments here, fine-tune some things, and when we come back, we'll figure out what it takes to be a back-to-back late model track champion. David Melke is coming up next, right here on Horsepower Happenings. If you're searching for a weekly podcast that features local results, news, and insight, then
1: your search stops with Horsepower Happenings. Every Monday night, Zach Heiser and Rich France break down the weekend motorsports, from NASCAR to the world of outlaws. Then they go over what's happening in the Great Lakes region, plus they sit down with industry street professionals, including drivers, car owners, track promoters, and more. Find a complete broadcast schedule and more information at HorsepowerHappenings.com and follow Horsepower Happenings on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
3: This is Tyler Roark, three-time Kalamazoo Class Champion, and you're listening to Horsepower Happenings.
0: Welcome back to Horsepower Happening. Zach Heiser, Rich France with you. And now, Rich, joined by a very special guest this evening, a gentleman who tries to make time for us any opportunity he gets, uh, and a great wheel man at that. Let us know who we're talking to. Exactly,
1: Zach. I don't think he's ever told us no, and we appreciate that. Uh, This gentleman picked up his second consecutive UMP Late Model Championship at Merritt Speedway this weekend. Also had an outstanding run in the 75-lap $10,000 win challenge series event. Last night, makes his home in Gladwood, Michigan. David Melkey, welcome back to Horsepower Happenings. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Man, first of all, back-to-back championships at Merritt, always tough to do. Uh, This has to feel pretty special.
9: Yes, it it definitely does. Um, I can't thank everybody that helps me enough, and uh, it it definitely come right down to it, and uh, luckily we had a good car this weekend, and we're able to get it done.
1: With the quality of cars that show up, at Merritt. And, and, and of course, 2020 is different than any year we've ever seen, but, and, and not a lot of tracks running, but uh, that also has to make you feel pretty, pretty good because you're racing against some of the best guys in the state week in and week out.
9: Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, like you say, it's been a weird year. Um, so I think the quality of cars that have just shown up everywhere, because that's the only place they have to go is really high. And, um, It's made for uh, a lot of fun racing and a lot of exciting racing for the fans.
0: David, talk to me about this year, because I seem to remember in 2019, you kind of were running away with things. Uh, You know, you'd went to Victory Lane a couple of times. Uh, You had, uh, you know, I think coming into the last night last year, you pretty well knew how it was going to end. But uh, this year, man, it was a tight race right down to the wire. Not only did you have your final night of the season with a tight points race, but it was a huge event with it being a Challenge Series night as well. What did you have to do to make sure you wrapped that thing up?
9: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there was a lot of obstacles. I think uh, Saturday night when we went in, there was only six points or something like that. Mm Um, so not a lot of room for air. Um, but yeah, just <laughs> it was a long weekend, uh, but all in all, really fun. And like you say, the quality cars
0: that show up there um, for that deal, it, it makes it tough. There, there's no such thing as taking a lap off. Well, and, and then you, so you mentioned that. Uh, I kind of wondered if you – did you set anything up a little different on Saturday? Were you playing a little bit more reserve uh, with Saturday night's feature, even though it was a Challenge Series event? Uh, I mean, I know you probably put the throttle to the to the floor a little harder when you saw Chad go around you Saturday night.
9: Yeah, yeah that makes a difference. Um, uh, yeah, just try not to screw up. Um, kind of know what you got to do um, and, and where you're sitting with that. but. But then again, you know, with the Challenge Series points, um, you're racing against those guys too. So you know that plays a plays a role in it. And um, they say you just can't take any laps off in that deal. And um, there was definitely a lot of lot of laps this weekend, and um, luckily, it just it, everything
1: worked out. Now this year was a little bit different. Last year, uh, of course, we were talking about last year. You picked up the UMP Modified and Late Model Championship at Merritt Speedway this year going to, to try to lock down that championship you had to do it in somebody else's race car la- last night
9: <laughs> yeah yeah if the weekend wasn't complicated enough uh no luckily i had a good buddy that uh let me run that car this weekend um and you know my car it it, um, it just needed a little bit more time than i had um being i was working all week and you know we're getting busy around the farm and stuff uh but luckily, he let me jump in that, and um, he kind of took care of it and showed me a little bit what to do. But ultimately, every every car is a little bit different. Um, so there definitely was a learning curve. And um, we we definitely uh, – everybody was pretty excited last night uh, with that second-place run. And um, hats off to Stemler and them guys and Baker. Uh, he, he was having a good run. And, you know, there's a lot of other guys, too, there um, that were having a good night. Um but luckily everything worked out and um I think having all them laps this weekend too definitely helped me um get comfortable in it and um by the end of the weekend I, I was getting fairly confident in the car and I think that showed with the runs we had. You know. Um but I, I can't thank Dave enough for letting me do that
0: and helping me out well and and so it raised the question to me because uh was it coincidence that you had run that car i think it was that same car that you would run uh, a couple of weeks ago you took it for a weekend and, and just kind of turned some laps on it was that the same chassis that you tested a few weeks ago
9: yes it was um yeah it was just kind of a coincidence um kind of an unfortunate one that my car wasn't ready but uh so i i did have a few laps in it and um I guess we, we knew my seat fit in it. So that was a plus. Mm
0: -hmm.
9: Um, (laughs) <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But, yeah, just a coincidence that it worked out like it did.
0: Because i got to be honest with you, Dave, uh, that next weekend that I was at Merritt, I saw your wife, and I said, okay, what's going on? Is he going to make the change? Or are we going to see you go to a Domination Race Cars chassis? And she goes, I don't know. He likes his Rockets. So now I'm going to ask you, David, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Now you've drove that car four times and drove it to a podium finish one of those nights and uh, technically sealed the championship in a Domination Race car. So what are we doing? <laughs> Fun. There you go. That's a good <laughs> answer. <laughs> a lot of fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> these, guys, these guys are all running for office
0: right They're i know all... i know <laughs> yeah we might find out when he unloads in 2021 uh but you know what i know you got to keep your options open and and you really do like that uh you know the, the rockets that you run but um uh, it has to be nice like you said to get behind the wheel of a completely different chassis somebody else's car and be so competitive i think that's a mark toward you as a driver
9: well um well it's, it's the guys that got around me that uh, are able to set it up and bounce ideas off of and kind of learn and, and watch and it definitely helped having a couple guys there that were good with them dominations and could watch me and you know see the attitude of what the car was doing and whether it was the car or
0: whether it was me as a driver. so might have helped to have the guy who was building them there too that weekend.
9: Yeah, it's uh, it's always nice to bounce ideas off of him. Obviously, he's busy when he's there too, but uh, yeah, he took the time gave me a couple pointers, and um, it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. But uh, maybe maybe he got lucky one night. <laughs> were you
1: were you concerned at all that you you were going to have to win the championship in a seventy five lap race in a car that you'd never driven that long um, to to know what it does because. Uh, 75 laps is a long way, and you know we, we're watching, and, and a lot of the drivers can't even get their own cars to last 75 laps. Much le- you know, much less somebody else's. Was there any concern uh, for you going into that feature event last night?
9: Uh yeah, obviously um, we had I had run a couple features before, but they were only 40 laps. So you know, having all that extra fuel burn off and tire wear, we weren't really sure what it was going to react like. Um, whether it was going to get really good or really bad. Um, but luckily we, we hit it just right, and it was it was probably the best it was at the end of the race. So, um, But, yeah, jumping into that, uh, like I say, not ideal conditions, but um, it worked out.
0: You know, uh, we come into this, uh well, it's Labor Day, so uh, you know, there's one weekend remaining at Tri-City Motor Speedway. Um, you're second right now in the eastern region of uh, Dirt Car Points behind none other than chad finley uh what do you have on your schedule for the rest of the season david obviously we know that harvest is here and so you're very busy are you going to do anything outside of finish up the challenge series and is finishing the challenge series even on your radar
9: uh yes we are going to finish the challenge series um other than that it's still kind of up in the air um as far as if we'll try to hit any specials or not um I wouldn't be surprised. We do try. Um, Obviously, weather-dependent and uh, work-dependent. But, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised you'll see us somewhere else.
0: Well, David, uh, I know that you kind of mentioned the guys and everybody that makes it possible, but, uh, you know, we didn't get a chance to interview over the speakers for the fans or anything. So uh, who do you have to thank for putting together this uh, 2020 championship run?
9: Oh, a lot of people. Uh, Obviously, Lauren, my mom and dad, uh, Chad, Trent. Bobby, Dave, Jody, um, Caden, Kelby, um, Alexis, Colton, um, Bill, uh, Mike, all my sponsors, um, bottom, um, insurance, sweet graphics, John Taylor, um Jimmy's collision, Patrick Plumbing, um, Thurley Auto, Roman Race Cars, Warner Farms, Um, uh, Mike's Repair, RH Wiles, uh sales, Coons Rental, How Racing, Dennis Allward, Gladwin Metal, Northeastern Builders, V Motorsports, um, Team Snurchin, Don Trucking, All-Star, Grease Body Shop, Crumpets uh, Elevator, Make-A-Marine, Don's Auto Clinic, Dan Mariarty, uh, Universal, uh, just couldn't do without all them guys. And uh, I appreciate all their help week in and week out.
0: Well, David, congratulations, man, a championship, and uh, I know you're happy to get that done and put a cap on uh, on such a crazy year, and and we look forward to seeing you at Tri-City the coming weekend, and who knows, maybe a couple of wins will fall your way.
9: Uh, That'll be nice. Uh, I've put together a few good runs at Tri-City, but uh, I seem to have been struggling lately, so hopefully we can uh, get a good weekend in and have fun, and yeah, uh, We'll see you guys there. Appreciate
0: it. David Melky is your 2020 champion for Merritt Speedway. When we come back, we'll talk to a guy who wrapped up a championship in a dramatic way Saturday from Crystal. It's Mike Galagia with the Great Lakes Traditional Sprints. He's next on Horsepower Happenings. You know, racers know racers know, right? So you know how much things cost. You know what sort of quality you want. And you know the items that you're going to need to make your team successful. Hubco Manufacturing has you covered. You need A lift. They've got them for $925. That's it. That's the lift. Lines, cylinder, pump, fittings, custom paint if you want it. You can have it. HubcoLifts.com. Maybe you need the lights that hang off the back of the trailer so you can actually, I don't know, see what you're doing on your race car at the racetrack. Hubco has you covered. iRacing driver in the off-season you want to be able to take your real steering wheel and play some iRacing? You need that converter that Hubco has. Check them out, hubcolifts.com, or find Hubco on Facebook. You can shop right there as well, and uh, they'll get you covered. You want to do it the old fashioned way? That's fine. Call 269 838 0029. That's 269 838 0029 for Hubco. Luke Hubble will get you taken care of.
4: This is Andrew Scheid, driver of the current Speedway in Cedar Valley seven Sprint Car. And you're listening to Horsepower
0: Welcome back to Horsepower Happening. Zach Heiser, Rich France with you on this Labor Day Monday. Glad to have you with us. Uh, are you recovering okay? You're going to make it? Rich, Rich and I were a little sleepy, and it's not like we got to party, Rich. It was a very busy weekend. Uh, but somebody who may have got to party a little bit, Rich, is the guy we have on the line now.
1: Yeah, heck of a weekend for this gentleman. He is your 2020 Great Lakes Traditional Sprint Car Series champion. He wrapped that title up this weekend at Crystal. Makes his home in Fenton, Michigan. Mike Galadia, welcome to Horsepower Happenings. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And first of all, congratulations. You have got to be beyond thrilled.
3: Oh, definitely. Hey, we went into this, not even expecting it. We just go down there to try and win races and this is how it ended
1: for us. Now, Zach and I have talked about this, uh, you know, many times throughout the season in an abbreviated season like this in 2020, where where you sometimes you don't even know where the next race is. Um, you really don't have a lot of margin for error and you didn't make every event that you show up to count.
3: Um, You know, we just go out there and try to win races. I don't even start the season thinking about points at all. Um, You know, my guys do a great job. um, And, you know, we just go ahead to every racetrack and try to win races. We don't even worry about the points.
0: You know that's uh, one of the that's another one of the things that we ask every once in a while. Rich is is does do you points race? Do you watch what you're you're doing? And and you know, Mike, it's amazing how many guys we've talked to over uh, the course of our a couple of years doing this that have said, no, I don't look at the point standings at all. I, I don't care about it because it changes what you do as a driver. Is that would you say that's fair?
3: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you might not take those chances. You're going to take uh, you know to make to win the race. Um, yeah, if it's if it's if it's a move or it's tight or you don't think it's going to work, you know you're gonna you're gonna hold back. Uh, for me, it's just about out there going win races. Don't worry about the points.
0: Now, um, did, did you know you going know, into... I s- just drive it. What's that? Oh, I was going to ask if you knew going into Saturday that you were in contention to even win the championship.
3: Um, I did because you know my guys on the crew keep an eye on that stuff. I don't. Once in a while, um, they had mentioned it. I was, I think I was like twenty three points behind. I honestly didn't think I really had much of a shot. I just went out there and did the best I could and win a race.
0: What was there a point in the evening? So, for those who missed it at the top of the show, uh, Mike, you almost put together a perfect night. Uh, you went out there and set fast time. You were a late qualifier, according to what I can see. You qualified real late in the group, set fast time, went mm-hmm. out there, finished second in your heat race. At what point in the night did you? Did, was there a point in the night where you went? You know what? I might be able to. I might be able to steal this thing away.
3: <laughs> well, it wasn't until after we had qualifying, uh, because qualifying actually counts for some points for us in this series, uh, that the guys turned around and they started doing the math for me and they go, you know what, that got you pretty close. You know, you might be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went out I went out there and, you know, I got one more spot in the heat race than Brian did. Uh, then I knew I only had to beat him by a few spots in the main, so I just went out there, we out the car for what we thought the track was going to do when we went for it
1: only say now now i think it's funny all right now it's now it's kind of humor for me he doesn't watch the season all watch the points all season long and now he can tell me every minute of that night <laughs> you know what the were. Uh, well definitely you know what
3: that's a big deal you know, it's an ugly season for the series we're running. I, you know, it, it ended up being a pretty big deal at the end of the season. You
0: know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I, I, I started laughing too, Mike, because you, you, the mindset, right? You, you've got to try to keep yourself calm as a driver underneath the helmet, and and so you tell yourself, "I just need to finish ahead of him." Well, you went out there and you you secured that. You did everything you could possibly do by putting that car up front. What were those twenty five laps like at Crystal?
3: Um. Once I sat sat in the race car, that green flame drops. Everything else disappears. You just go out there and race. And I was out there to win the race because I didn't know what. I have no control over what Brian's going to do. So my thought was, we're just going to go for it. We uh, we put new two tires, two brand new tires on the car, and and uh, threw the best setup we could in the car and went for it.
0: Yeah, and you know what? You had to go uh, from the outside of the second row, and, and Crystal, very hard to pass on uh, most nights. Um, how long did it take you to get to the front? Were you able to navigate to the, the three or so cars you had in front of you? Okay.
3: Actually, we started fifth in the race.
0: Oh, okay. All right, so my uh, race pass yeah, is fourth. Yeah, four. we,
3: ended, we, we ended up starting fifth. We were on the inside. Okay. Um, you know, the first couple laps, so we kind of run nose to the tail. Nobody knew where the grooves were going to be because the track had changed quite a bit since we'd been on the track uh, the first time. Uh, we started feeling out for some grooves. And then once I, get, once I got that figured out, that uh, the high line in three and four was good and the bottom was good down to one and two, I started slowly picking them off. It uh, wasn't, wasn't until we got into traffic with maybe four or five laps to go that I was able to get the lead uh with Mark Irwin, which I gotta give him props. That old guy did a heck of a job. <laughs> I was sure. gonna
0: I was gonna mention that. What a great what a great night for Mark. Picked up a heat race win as well. Yeah. Nice job to him.
3: Excellent. That he just he drove like he did back when he's in his, you know, I don't know, thirties, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: He did a he did a great job. Do <laughs> you do you notice when you go out there, um I know I've I've seen in the past that uh at other racetracks what when when competitors know who's involved in the championship, they give them a little more respect and let them battle it out uh, to do what they can do. Did you see any of that?
3: Um, You know what? Everybody's out there to win the race. I don't think anybody's going to intentionally run into you to begin with, to start with. Um, but, I mean, I'm just another car at that point out there. So, uh, you know, they may be a little more careful, but I think they're there to win the race too, so.
0: Mike, what does this championship mean to you? Obviously, with it being the first one, as you mentioned, under the Great Lakes banner and, uh, uh, you know, non-wing sprint car racing in the state of Michigan, while it has always been around, it's been kind of quietly around, um, and, and there's a little bit more of a spotlight on it now, and, and we're seeing some really, really good races out of the out of the non-wing stuff right now. What does this championship mean to you? Uh,
3: every championship means a lot, um, you know it's uh you know all the guys work hard for it we work hard towards it um you know it's, it's such a hard thing to explain because um and unless you're in it it's 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 just hard to hard to get that feeling for it because you just work so hard all year long
0: talk to me about what led to you getting behind the wheel of a non-wing sprint car because um again the the wing stuff is probably a little bit more dominant here in the state and around the area how do you how do you land in a non-wing car
3: um, I originally ran wing cars. I don't know if you knew that back in the day. And then uh, they, started the, uh, they started the MTS series. Uh, just prior to that, they were running at I-96 on a smaller track. Uh, I-96 is close to home. Uh, the wing cars are running off somewhere else. Um, I hadn't been able to run all the shows that year. And my father-in-law was always a big fan, uh, Jerry Whitney, of running non-wing stuff, mm-hmm. run, running non-wing cars. And, uh, you know, yeah, you know, they finally poked me enough to try it. And I tried it, and as soon as I tried it, I fell in love with it. I just find that uh, it's it, it brings it more down to the driver, a little bit less equipment. They don't lock the cars down and uh, um, and just uh, work with horsepower.
1: And Mike, I think um, I think what what Barry did expanding his manner with the Great Lakes family of, of sprint cars. Uh, yeah you know, with you guys under that now. I think, you know, with, with everything that went on in 2020, we lost a lot of shows that that really would have been pretty spectacular shows with, with, all, with his, the, his whole family of cars running. Um, how pleased are you? I think this season went very well.
3: I think it went excellent. Um, you know, he fought. He got us some shows. I think we ran six or seven shows. Um, you know, yeah, he loves the sport, and he puts a whole bunch of effort into it, and that's all you can ask from a guy.
0: You know, Mike, I got to ask you one burning question. It might be just a question for me, um, but I don't think so. I think a lot of sprint car fans know that there's a fellow Fenton, Michigan native uh, that races in the (laughs) non-wing division. You guys seem to find each other a lot on the racetrack, and and I don't know if rivalry is the correct word, but talk to me about your racing relationship with Steve Irwin, because you guys seem to be around each other all the time.
3: Uh, you know, when you when you when you get a decent car and you get hooked up and you're running up front, you're always going to find the same guys up front. They're gonna they're gonna filter to the front by the end of the race. And you know, uh, we're all running hard, and you know, sometimes sometimes that creates a re- rivalry. Um, without without guys like that, um, those are the guys that push us to go faster.
0: I know for uh, the fans, make the it's fun. Better, you know, right? For the fans, it's fun What's to watch. It? You know what I mean? It's fun for us to sit in the stands mm-hmm. and go. Oh boy, here comes here comes Galagia. He's reeling in Irwin, or vice versa. Uh, we're gonna want to watch this one pretty close because you do. I think it is a little bit of a. He is going to require everything out of that other driver to get around him, and uh, you guys do. You push each other to go to go harder and go better, and and sometimes that results in some things that make some people uh, a little unhappy. Yeah,
3: absolutely. absolutely. But you know what? Um, when it's over with, and we get comber heads at the end of the night. You know, sometimes we make contact once in a while, which is going to happen in racing. It's just, you know, the nature of our sport. Um, you know, at the end, we can be friends. You know, my brother-in-law actually works on his car, so oh. we still stay in contact.
0: I didn't know yeah. that. That's that's very cool. Well, and I think that's awesome, yeah. you know, because um, also with the cars, you guys are racing. Contact's probably not a game you want to play, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that is awesome <laughs> that you guys are able to continue and, and keep doing that um, because mm-hmm. it, it, it is so important to be able to do something like that. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it is. You know, um, you know, we still go to the racetrack every, every night and we're going to run against the same guys. You don't want to animosity, have animosity between the two of you.
1: So it's, um, uh, it's only Labor Day. Uh, yeah, obviously we have, most of us have no idea what's going on. Uh, there's not a whole lot left. What, what do you got going on your schedule or, or are you wrapping up for the year?
3: I believe we are probably only going to make one more show. Um, it's going to be at 96. It's the uh, boss GTLS series. Um, event other than that i don't foresee myself anywhere else um at this point of the year so i think that might close out our season
0: well mike uh, you know we like to take an opportunity here with our platform uh to give drivers an opportunity to thank anybody that they need to um who do you thank for making 2020 successful and getting you this championship
3: you know i have such a list <laughs> of people that have helped me it's been great i got started with my sponsors i have craig rutan uh, racing engines uh, he builds a heck of a motor. He does uh, everything he can for me, a buddy of mine, as well. Uh, he does a great job with the motors. Marine specialist helps me out. Um, let's see. Uh, Jerry Whitney, of course, uh, that helps me out. That's my father in law. Uh, he comes to the shop, uh, works on the car, ends up at the racetrack. He's got a lot of experience, a lot of knowledge. He's been running for, I'm just going to say forever because I don't know how many years, honestly. <laughs> Uh, Don Whitney, Jim Whitney. Um, Don definitely helps me out help my setups. Uh, he, he has a car himself that, uh, Thomas Meserell drives. So, mm. uh, we get a lot of feedback that way that helps our setup. Um, Dave Williams, a great guy. He lives down the road. He used to run a uh, sprint car sod back in the day. He's, uh, all, always comes down to the shop. Uh, this COVID stuff has slowed some of these older guys down. You know, most of my, my, my pit crew, I say older guys. We got pretty much have the Medicare Mad Men that oh, hey, work on the car.
0: But you know what? They know exactly what to do to go fast, don't they?
3: <laughs> oh, they do. They do. Um, you know, some of the new, some of the old, and it all seems to work out in the end. Uh, I, you know, my wife, she's always there, supports me, helps me. She's at the racetrack. She's doing everything she can as well, Anita. Um, you know, my Uncle Bill that passed away, they got me into racing. Uh, he passed away probably three years ago. He got me into racing when I was about eight years old. Um he's uh, he's, a, he's the one that's got me all the way to this point, at this point in my life. He's a, he's a good guy.
0: Well, Mike, uh, congratulations on a great 2020 season. Congratulations. This is the other thing. No one will ever be able to be the inaugural Great Lakes traditional sprints <laughs> champion other than you. Uh, so very cool. Congrats on, on an excellent run, and we look forward to seeing you in 2021.
3: I appreciate it. Thanks, guys.
0: Well and and again so awesome to talk with Mike and you know what I like about our job Rich is we can ask him hey what do you think about that guy that you always run into or that always runs into you uh, on the racetrack and uh, great sport Mike Galagia is and Steve Irwin's a great sport too Um, those two are a lot of fun to watch on the racetrack but Rich I know you're excited mister you're going to get to go home this coming weekend tell us about it.
1: Yeah I get to go home um, Toledo Speedway it's It's a big deal. We have to do this right, Zach. You know, we talked about that all summer long. Um, Toledo Speedway, there is no margin for error uh, with Lucas County down in Ohio. We have to do this thing right. Uh, There are guidelines that must be followed for anybody that wants to be at Toledo for the Arca Bernard Series 200 this Saturday. Uh, You can go on the uh, Flat Rock at Toledo Speedway's Facebook page or to toledospeedway.com. Read the guidelines, please. It's very important. Uh, we want to get our other two shows in, and we can only do that if we do the first one perfectly. So um, it's going to be a fun race. Uh, The Archer Menard Series puts on an outstanding race. They had a great race this weekend at Lebanon I-44 Speedway, and uh, I'm just looking forward to being back on a microphone for the first time in 2020. I didn't know that it was going to happen.
0: Well, good luck, mister. I hope it goes well for you, and and we're looking forward to uh, hearing how the show goes. Also happening up here in the state of Michigan... Great Lakes Challenge Series finale coming up at the Battle of the Bay at Tri-City Motor Speedway. Um, and Travis Stemmler, while he all but has it wrapped up, I don't think he's a shoe in to go to Victory Lane. You know Dona Marcullier would like to end the year strong and go to Victory Lane. And how about a couple of guys that haven't seen Victory Lane yet in the Challenge Series that would really like to? Chad Finley, Logan Nickerson, those guys have been strong, and they've only got one more shot to find Victory Lane and a big payday. Yeah,
1: I mean, they both have they both have wins in 2020. That's not the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, Logan had a big win down at Attica Raceway Park, uh, you know, and and Chad Finley's won. I think it was five races at Merritt Speedway in 2020. So uh, it's not that they haven't been in Victory Lane, but Tri-City Speedway, Tri-City Motor Speedway um if you're gonna
0: end up in victory lane, there, there is one man you have to beat. <laughs> and everybody pretty much knows who it is that you're gonna to have to beat there at Tri City as well. Um, so we're we're running out of race uh, race days, Rich. It's coming down to the nitty gritty. I know Owasso Speedway is gonna be firing back up coming up this Saturday, and Rich, one of the biggest pavement late model races of the season, also going off this weekend over on the west side of the state.
1: And and Zach, yep, uh, the Money in the Bank 150 going off at Berlin next Saturday uh if you're a template late model fan on the pavement that's where you want to be as of today they still have tickets left on their website that you have to purchase them on so uh go to the berlin Ra- raceway uh website to get your tickets for that and then zach i got to tease a week later glass city 200 uh 100 last for the out- outlaw super late model 100 last for the arca series super series And the CRA Junior Late Models also in action on September 19th.
0: All right, we'll preview that in next week's show. For Mike Galagia, David Melke, thanks so much for being here. Scott Menlin, Rich France, I'm Zach Heiser. Have a great week, and we'll talk next Monday right here.
5: You've been listening to Horsepower Happenings on the Motor City Racing Network. Catch up on past
2: episodes by logging on to HorsepowerHappenings.com. And be sure to tune in next week to keep up on what's happening.